Am I worthy of this gift? Am I worthy of this gift? Am I strong enough to live? Am I strong enough to live? To a place that I can see. And to a place that I can see. Someone more important than me. Someone more important than me. You're listening to Genuinely Gifted. Hey, 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 welcome back. This is Brittany, the Genuine Gemini, here with another episode of Genuinely Gifted. You guys, I'm so proud of myself for this consistency, baby. Y'all keep praying for me on that because it can truly be a struggle out here in these podcasting streets. Anyway, you guys know what time it is. Let's get into this week's gratefulness. You already know it, my heart's overflowing and I get so grateful Every time I think about my life Alright, so this week I am grateful for God's forgiveness. In a nutshell, forgiveness has truly changed its meaning over time for me. And God has been at the forefront of that and has truly allowed my maturity and just wisdom overall to understand the full concept of forgiveness. It used to hold such a heavy weight, um, wanting to forgive, um, expecting forgiveness. All of that used to be so misguided. The quieter I became and the more I connected with God, I started to realize like, That is the focal point of forgiveness. Spiritually, when you are aligned and you have and feel um, a higher purpose, you understand that when you go and seek forgiveness from your higher power, that that's the ultimate. That's the end game. And so forgiveness is so beautiful. And I am grateful for the journey that I've been on with my level of acceptance with it and how I've overcome the struggle of it. So thank God for forgiveness. And I'm going to continue to remain grateful for the level of understanding that I'm receiving behind it. All right now, y'all ready for some gibberish? Here we go. So let me first start off by saying I am not mad. I am not mad at the level of creativity that is out there. But I'm getting sick and tired of these damn challenges. It is getting on my nerve. This isn't really my gibberish for the week, but I just need to say it. If I see one more damn challenge, I feel like I'm going to lose my mind. I know that we are all stuck in the house and we in the house bored. But my goodness, how many challenges are you guys gonna come up with i mean every other day i'm saying hashtag blank challenge and i'm just overwhelmed overwhelmed with it i want them to stop they're getting on my last nerve (laughs) all right so the real gibberish of the week is wendy williams put out her documentary well not sorry not documentary put out her um biopic if that's what it's called look you should do your research first Brittany. um biopic about her life and it was so interesting to watch i remember the first time i got wind of wendy <laughs> tongue twister um i have a sister in new york so i would hear all about her she clearly would be in you know headlines but back then there really wasn't a social media presence i would occasionally hear about her and then i can't remember how the exact switch happened i know that 
I think I used to listen to her on the radio in L.A. I think she started broadcasting out here because I remember her and Charlemagne and just got wind of Wendy <laughs> and really got invested. And then she got the talk show and the talk show was really, really good. It was fun. It was interesting. It was humorous. It was everything that you would expect from a Wendy Williams production. However, I knew that there were a lot of scrutiny um surrounding her and didn't understand her story never bought the book never read it so it was really really interesting to watch this biopic and see how she became who she is the back backstory behind everything i mean my goodness my heart it just it mourns for her she's had so many losses and have taken so many ills privately and publicly that it makes you not be so mad at the shadiness that is her. Now, of course, some people would disagree and be like, everything that's happened to her, she's deserved because all she does is make hell for other people and their families. Because if you know Wendy Williams, all she is is she's a gossip queen. She talks the truth or things that she's hearing in tabloids and she reports on it. But that's what I hope that we're starting to distinguish the difference between is that's what was paying her. You know what I mean? That was her job and she just wanted to be good at it. So there were a lot of highlights, shocking things. I see everybody going crazy because they didn't know that she, um, she dated, uh, Eric B and was pregnant so many times, lost so many children, had beef with total. I mean, all these things that were probably in her book. But maybe not truly explain the way this biopic explained it. And so I feel like it was really, you know, put together well. Wendy obviously was behind it. And I think she did the Lifetime movie with, was it Whitney? I think she got the rights to the Whitney one or, yeah, it was a Whitney one. I think it was a Whitney one. And that one was good also. So, or was it the Aaliyah one? See, I'm tripping. I can't remember it. Again, do your research, girl, before you start talking. But either way, it was really well produced. Um, and it's it's a, it's the biopic is called What a Mess because it is full of mess. But humbling, you know, very, very humbling because you you start to see the human side of someone that you've looked at as a negative Nancy for all these years. So shout out to Wendy. I'm praying for her. She's currently in this nasty, actually, no, I think they're divorced already. Um, she is experiencing a lot of public shame behind the divorce with her and her husband, who was her manager and husband for years. And he is, uh, had a mistress, had a child, and now it's all coming out. So perfect timing, honestly, maybe this was already in the works. I'm not for sure. But you can tell that they probably had to do a lot of refilming, reshooting, because some of the stuff is really, really current. And I know that they've been talking about making this for a while. So shout out to Wendy. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's actually really, really good. All right. It is gift time. So this week's gift is letting go. 
Um, you know, letting go is hard and letting go is not something that you want to do, but it's something that is needed and something that should be required of things that no longer serve you. And really coming into my own as far as what needs to be released and what's worthy of staying. Letting go is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable because there are moments or things and it's not necessarily always people it could be and you know an article of clothing um something that has some type of symbolic representation in your life you don't want to lose that because you always want to keep that memory and so what i have found in recent times when letting go is memories are going to be memories and it never is going to take away a memory if that thing is no longer a part of your life yes there are things that you hold near and dear to your heart but if it's that meaningful it will stay there your mental is stronger than the material or the physical when it comes to letting go of people i think the hardest thing about removing someone from your life is knowing that whatever hope you had for you two um will be no more if you release them. Letting go also reveals a lot about yourself, right? A lot about the level of acceptance and tolerance you have for people doing you wrong <laughs> and the shame that comes with that of knowing like I allow disrespect, I allow negativity to surround me because I care about a person and don't want to lose out on the great times with them. We continue to look at letting go as a loss. We continue to look at releasing people who no longer have value to us as a a downfall or detriment to our lives because honestly, we're scared. We're scared of the power and the value that we could find in ourselves if they're no longer a part of it. And if you think about your life and you think about a moment where you've had to walk away from a situation, the other side of that whole situation was a fear of knowing that there's better. And knowing that tells you you chose wrong. You chose wrong and that is embarrassing to yourself. And so accepting that is a hard pill to swallow, right? <laughs> Another fun fact about letting go is a fear of being free. I know that sounds insane, but when you think about it, when you let go, um, we as human beings naturally are masochists. And I know some people might argue me down on that, but we all have a level of stress and chaos that comforts us in some forms. And being without drama, being without the consistent fight that you have to have when dealing with certain people, certain things, when it's removed from your life, that peace is a little overwhelming, right? Like I remember um, being in school and getting a break from school. You work so hard while you're in school and then you get the break uh, but right before the break, you complaining about how much you need a break and it's so stressful. Then you get to break and you don't know what to do with yourself and you're just waiting and wishing for school to come back so you can have more to complain about, more to fuss over because not fussing just doesn't feel natural. 
And I think as humans, we really have to start outlining and understanding why that is for us. And I am about to be 36 years old and I still haven't figured that out. I don't understand why I can say one thing about certain predicaments I put myself in. And then when I'm given an opportunity, that door knocks and says, hey, give me an out. I opt not to take it. And you have to ask yourself all the time, why am I choosing pain over peace? Right. Because that's essentially what you're doing when you know something needs to be released, something needs to be let go and you can't free yourself from it. Um, but yet when given the opportunity to you choose the latter. So it all is the the natural born masochist in us that shows up and we have to combat that. We continuously have to tell ourselves and retrain our brains. That whole unlearning thing comes in handy because you got to explain to yourself this is not healthy. This is not normal circumstance for any one person to endure and I need to uh, reevaluate what my perception of joy is and how I'm going to allow the situation to end up in my life. Whether it's, you know, you let it go and that whole letting go and letting the heart grow fonder, it's true. The more time you allow between negative experiences, the more, um, discoveries happen and the more understandings you gather from the situation and the more aha moments are developed so I know I know how painful it is but I think there's a power in letting go and there's a power within yourself that you have to find before you can do it properly I am still in stages where letting go is so so difficult and not something that I continuously want to practice you know we want to essentially have people in our lives that are perfect patties you know they they're not going to do wrong but we we obviously have to know that that's not going to happen people are going to make mistakes and there are going to be some turmoil arguments um just overall differences that will transpire but if the value is no longer there if the enhancement of your life in any capacity does not show up it's time to release so I hope that you all can discover your level of understanding of what letting go is for you at the moment and know that it's going to be a process. It's going to be a ride. It's going to be a roller coaster and you aren't going to do it right. <laughs> You're not going to get it right the first, second, third time, but eventually you will. And at almost 36 years old, I think that I'm finally grasping the concept of the importance of it and how to do it right. You know, there's no wrong wrong or right way to let go, but the start of it, which is the realization and the self-awareness is the the stage that you got to master and everything else will fall into place. Another thing that I want to leave you all with is don't assume that letting go is going to hurt the other person, right? Don't always put their feelings and emotions in front of yours because that's when things get blurry, lines get you know, kind of drawn and you aren't clearly able to make a decisive decision on what you need to do next. I know for me, it's really difficult with people who I feel need me, right? I don't want to let them go because no, I, I need to be there for them. I need them to always know that I'm there. They know that <laughs> and they've always known that. You don't have to make that a top priority for you. You will not become a 
you know, a person of less value um, after letting that person go because you chose to. In fact, you could enhance who you are to them and the meaning that you have because they will then admire your strength to have the ability to say, Mm-mm, I got a boundary. It's been crossed. There's no coming back from it. We got to start going in separate directions. So keep that in mind and and never forget that you have to love yourself, number one, but you have to love the ability to accept grief for losing meaningful people or things, but know that God's right behind you planting a new seed, planting a new opportunity for you to have the same emotion and energy that that experience offered you and could be even more exciting and uplifting. I pray that that resonated with someone and I pray that anyone that's on that journey knows that they're not alone and truly figures out a way to balance out the art that is letting go. All right, it is be love letter time. I'm going to try not to get emotional because this was a little difficult for me, but I chose to write a letter to myself this week. Um, you know, I had an incident recently where I had to talk to younger Brittany, little Brittany, and tell little Brittany a lot of great things about who she is and who she will become. And that just led me to believe and understand that this fight that I've had with myself um, over time is truly worth it, but also one that is very intentional and very purposeful. And I'm honored that each day God says so, I'm able to have a clean slate and continue to try again. <laughs> so here we go. Dear little Brittany, you are doing your best for us. You accomplished a lot. And while a lot of your goals remain unanswered and unchecked, you're remarkable at reigniting the fire that we once had. Our joys and prayers continue to be answered. And while oftentimes there are battles that ensue internally, our exterior fights to prove otherwise. The destruction and unguided underdevelopment that Brittany has created does not mean that you're a failure. You will walk in your queendom soon. Now that queendom carries a lot of responsibility. One that I was unsure of how to teach you to obtain. But I know that you got this. And I'm thankful that you continue to be love. Woo! Writing to your younger self, y'all, is ooh, it's challenging. But it's so rewarding. And you get all emotional and think back about times where you should have changed something or did something different. And as an adult, you think to yourself, you know, I'm I'm going to rectify those situations by being a better adult. So... I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the ability to be able to do that um, 
while I still got time here. So write a letter to your younger self soon if you can. All right. That is another episode of Genuinely Gifted. I, uh, by the time you guys hear this, this is going to be the start of February, February 1st. And I'm excited about this because I got a lot of great things planned for the podcast and Genuine Gemini as a whole. Now, I don't like making announcements. I don't like, you know, pushing things out too early, but I'm, I'm working, you know, I'm really working and I hope that all this is really well received. And I just want to encourage anybody who has a thought, a vision, a aspiration or something that they want to do that they just go for it. Uh, this is the year do it. I know 2020 was crappy, but you know, we are a full month into 2021 and while it has not been, you know, normal again things are starting to feel a bit more stable and uncertainty is still there but it's leaving us bit by bit um and just continue to fight continue to fight don't give up and know that you are meaningful you are worthy and you can do this you can definitely do this so happy february and thanks for listening and catch me on the podcast uh instagram which is genuinely gifted pod and then of course my personal instagram which is genuine gemini 85 um i gotta get better at posting on my uh actual feed i do a lot of posting in my stories i am completely off of facebook i am nosy and do occasionally go in there and look at stuff but just not active anymore and i i kind of you know at the top of the year said that that was a goal of mine is to be more active uh within social media because i want you guys to you know hear me and i want to hear you guys so Thanks so much again. Make sure you follow, subscribe, comment, all that stuff so that we can keep up with each other. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Am I worthy of this gift? Am I worthy of this gift? Am I strong enough to live? Am I strong enough to live? To a place that I can see. To a place that I can see. Someone more important than me. Someone more important than me. You're listening to Genuinely Gifted.